0: It's never too late, it's never too early, it's always half past, time to be thirsty, beer thirsty.
1: Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of Beer 30. We're gonna kick this episode off with one of my favorite Toby Keith songs, Who's Your Daddy? On the couch. Papa Top. It's Beer Thirty. Beer Thirty. Hey y'all, Adam Warner here with another episode of Beer 30 And with me this week, my special guest, my good friend, the beautiful, the lovely, the talented, Miss Allie Cutter job? thank you for being on Beer 30 with me today
2: Absolutely, thank you for having me
1: Absolutely I needed songbirds, so I immediately was (laughs) like, you were number one on my list I'm honored Y'all, this girl can sing, she can sing songs So for y'all at home Who don't know who Allie is. I know Allie. Allie's one of the first people I met when I moved to Nashville. But can you introduce yourself a little bit? Tell people where you're from, backstory.
2: Yeah, so I came to town when I was 14. Um, I'm from Lakeland, Florida. Had no idea what I was doing. Um, My mom was just really cool and supportive and sat in with bands, started writing, started going in the studio and would pretend like I knew also that I'd be in there in headphones and they'd be using terminology and I'm like yeah sure great no idea no clue Um, but I was really blessed with some great opportunities and met some cool people mutual connection of ours Kenny Beard um, songwriter producer and that just really was the tipping point for me I had put in some work at that point but he threw me on tour with Jeff Bates Mm. and I got to do a whole lot of fun things and see the country and started writing for publishing companies and about two years ago I started transitioning from more of a country sound and influencing all of the pop rock that I love as well. That's and awesome. that's the great thing about music is absolutely. you can love you can go from Patsy Klein to Maroon Five. Oh and absolutely I mean one of my beat.
1: I did a radio interview uh not too long ago and somebody asked me if um, if I was on a desert island and I could pick one artist uh, to hang out with, who would it be? Oh, to and,
2: hang out with. Yeah, on the island, okay. like to bring with you. Are they going to sing to you? Cause no, you just, get, I mean, okay.
1: you can do, I mean, you can sing, you can play. He just left it kind of vague. Chillin'. And I, I literally said, this is going to take you off guard because I know you're not going to expect it. You're probably going to say, think that I'm going to be like, oh, well, I, I would want to take like, you know, Waylon Jennings or somebody like that. And I was like, but in all honesty... Uh, if I could choose one artist, I think I'd take post Malone with me because that dude looks like he knows how to have a good time. I was like, I don't know if we'd get a lot accomplished, but I
2: was going to say, I don't, I don't know if your housing would actually like develop Uh -uh. into anything or whatever. There'd
1: be a lot of empty Bud Light cans, but (laughs) other than that, but yeah, um, that is crazy though. Like KB, I met Kenny beard, um, right before I I met my manager first when I first moved to town, I just gotten out of the Marine Corps and, um, when i started pursuing music too uh he that's how i met you guys as well yeah. was he took me down uh, i think the first time i saw y'all was in waverly tennessee oh gosh at some hole in the wall bar yep. <laughs> and then um again in nashville at the opry backstage grill and i met kb and to be honest like i had no i I'm, i was so green had no idea who he was i thought he was a truck driver when i first met him <laughs> and um I sat on the overalls the, didn't help. Oh no, he had overalls yeah. on, big beard, and I was like, "Who is this hillbilly?" And then uh, we sat on the, my tailgate for probably two or three hours that night and yeah. just talked music. And then um, I finally Googled his name after he left, and I was like, "Oh shit, that guy!" I was awesome. gonna say oh, shit moment right there. <laughs> right, that yeah. was a no shit moment for yeah. sure. But uh, man, such a great guy, and I, I miss KB. But that's that's really cool. That uh, I'm glad we both have that in common. Yeah. But um, outside of the music scene. What does Ali Cutter do? Like, what what do you do for fun outside of writing, singing, touring, playing? Granted, this year, a little bit different with uh, the co- the COVID. Oh,
2: just a smidge, yeah. But, uh, During COVID, I drank bourbon and wine and ate cashews by the pound every week. Now,
1: see y'all. This is why Ali and I are good <laughs> friends. Okay, her bourbon collection might be better than mine. But.
2: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. It actually probably is. <laughs> That's I'm, so good. I'm a little spoiled, and I'm all right with it.
1: That's okay. What's your favorite bourbon while we're talking about it? Were we?
2: Um, so a midsummer, a midsummer's dram is really good. That's a rye. Yeah, um, oh, I love rye. It's delicious. And then, but just for more of a common, but still really good, Basil Hayden.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I got on uh for the uh, rye whiskeys. I've been drinking Whistle Pig.
2: Yeah, and, that's
1: uh, good. Ooh, it's good. I, had a, I have a 10-year, a 12-year, and a 15 at the house.
2: Nice. And
1: uh, I put a hurting on them so far. We have COVID. a bottle
2: of Boss Hog that we're going to open no. in October. Really? Yeah. That's why I was like, my collection yeah. is like,
1: So my father in law has a bottle of Boss Hog that he has not opened yet, and every time I go over to his house, it's slowly. Are
2: we ready? Right,
1: and it slowly makes its way like closer (laughs) to the edge of the counter because one of these days I'm just going to be like steal it. Yeah, you're wasting time, bro. It's time. (laughs) I want to. I want to drink it. That's so funny, but yeah, that's a great, uh, great whiskey. But um, you said so you moved here at 14 and started playing. Yeah. So like, were you at on Broadway? Like, where where were you playing? 14 years old. So there
2: was. An ice cream shop (laughs) on Broadway. Yeah, it's now a souvenir shop because that's what Broadway needed. Yeah, Um, (laughs) more t-shirts. Right. Yeah, I need a magnet with Elvis's face. Um, (laughs) But no, it was kind of cool because I would play there on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and just I had no idea what I was doing. And people, I sat in the window like Phoebe from Friends. Oh my god! And one time, I did for twenty bucks play Smelly Cat, but it was well worth it.
1: Get some ice cream Afterwards at least Yeah That's awesome So cool So um, Talking about music Again When I first met you uh, Y'all were A country group Pretty much And your new music Which I love by the way Mm -hmm. Sounds awesome Super edgy Um, So like Who are some of your influences I mean I know you're saying You're more of a pop Going pop rock Yeah Way right now
2: But Well so like I grew up You know Listening to Kitty Wells Marty Robbins mm. Webb Pierce Chris Christopherson All of that So that's always been my heart And that's why country felt yeah. Natural to me And it still is And always Will be a part of it um, mm-hmm. But Also My mom worked in a skating rink So I listened to Boys to Men and yeah. Paula Abdul and like hair bands. You know, I was so little that I would get in her skates. I didn't have skates big enough no, for me, so, so I'd cool. like fumble around like yeah. Bambi. Um, but then my dad was a hippie, and so Three that's Dog awesome. Night, Mamas and the Papas, like that kind of stuff. So I have all these different influences, and then I love Aaron Lewis, Stained. I oh, love yeah. uh, you know Brian Adams, the Eagles. Oh man, anything the Eagles I love. Uh, Steve Perry. One of my top vocalists Period
3: Yeah
2: And I love Ella Fitzgerald And Etta James So it's like For so long I felt like I had to stay In this little like Box Yeah And then finally It, it just Hit me Like I don't have to mm. Like that's the The positive thing About streaming is You can be whatever you want to be.
1: And that's what I think is just so cool about music, too. It's like, you know, I started out and my style was very traditional to begin with. But, um, you know, coming out next year, I've been working with uh, different writers, different producers. And it's and it's outside my comfort zone because I'm not used to. It's definitely a lot more edgy, more Mm -hmm. mainstream, a lot more rock influence, but it's fun. And that and I love that.
2: Well, that's when it's right. Like when you you know, you can stand on stage and sing great songs. But until you're having fun doing what you're doing,
1: mm-hmm. absolutely,
2: that's when, and you f- you feel the energy and people feel the energy.
1: And it's funny, like the skating rink thing. So my parents are like kind of opposite of what you're talking about. So my mom's yeah. a hippie. Uh, my dad's kind of a redneck. And uh, nice. that's how I first heard about George Jones was at the skating rink in my hometown. The race the is on. The skating rink yeah
2: George Jones. The
1: race is on. Okay. And All right. uh, I was like, I was, you know. <laughs> I was going to win, so I mean, I was out there racing people, but yeah, that's that's kind of like my first intro to him, but I'm ready to hear some of your music, I'm ready for you, I got to put you to work,
2: we got to do some singing,
1: so what are we going to hear first?
2: So I released, one of the things I did over quarantine was release a song, and it's called Not Over You, and so we're going to do that today, and it's available on Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, all the places.
1: Make sure y'all go and find Allie Cutter. And her new single on all the places, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Play, YouTube, I'm guessing, too. Yep. All right. Y'all, I'm going to put Allie to work. Stand by. We're moving to the stage.
4: And cut me loose. Now I tell myself lies, and I can't sleep at night because of you. Yeah, I try and I try just to get my mind right. What's the years.
1: Not over you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: What a song, man! I like your, I like it, I like it, I like where you're going. Your direction is awesome. Thank you. Great, great stuff. Um, so back to my questionnaires, and this is my favorite part because this is my favorite, favorite question to ask everybody. So, up to this point in your music career, what has been your holy shit moment? Now it can be like a performance. It could be a write. It could be. Forgot to zip your pants up in your own stage type of thing, <laughs> you know. Whatever. I've
2: skipped a button before. Skip like that's button. definitely happened. Right. from I'm like, oh, well, you now, know. I've
1: done that before. I thought I was. I thought. People, are you sure
2: you didn't do it on purpose? I did
1: not, okay. unfortunately, because there's there's it was at a bar, thank God. But there's this <laughs> group of women that were about my mom's age, and they were fixated on me. And I was like, Rawr. these women are just eyeing my crotch, and here I am thinking. You know, I'm a stud
2: I'm impressive right? today Right, I was
1: like, I'm impressive And then, like, I turn around and talk, look it's at the drummer It's not cold at
2: all in here No
1: <laughs> I turn around and look at the drummer And he points at me And I look down and I was like Oh, my fly's <laughs> undone That's not embarrassing So, anyway
2: Oh, uh, that's awesome Your
1: holy shit moment so far In uh, your musical career
2: So, if we're going the positive route yes. Of holy shit moment um, Definitely We got to kind of work the system a little bit and I got to sing on the Opry, and do a duet, and a Conway Twitty and Loretta. Whoa. um, It was August eighth, and it was just—it was unreal. Just standing on the side of the stage, and yeah. you know, you look out and you see the audience, and it's just an honor to be there. Like oh, it's man. so humbling, and Absolutely. you never feel like you deserve to be there. It's just—it's yeah. a beautiful thing, and you walk out and. I had my little mic, and there's actually a really cool photo of me like foot stepping into the circle. Circle, Uh, yeah. yeah. Where I was like trying to get my sassy on, but inside I'm like, oh shit. Oh yeah. (laughs) No,
1: I I completely relate. I was not on an Opry show, but uh, I got to play at the Opry House for Sunday Morning Country, and it was the fastest like three minutes and thirty seconds. It
2: flies by like you can't you can't even really process what's Mm. happening until afterwards. Yeah,
1: and the lights, everything is so bright. Like you just stand out there, and all you see is. Bright lights and hear people, and you're just like I'm at the grand old Opry House.
3: Ah, yeah, <laughs>
1: unbelievable. <laughs> I, I feel you with that one. That's a good one. That's an Dude. awesome moment. So on the flip side of things, now I do know of some. I told you one of my embarrassing moments. Mm-hmm. I have multiple, but I know you have a good one too. So well, let me hear the embarrassing.
2: Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Literally. <laughs> um. So I did a theater show. I'd always kind of loved theater and wanted to try it. And so I worked at Dollywood for a Christmas season. Nice. And the get up was freaking hilarious. I had like bloomers and like the whole cape and a little <laughs> hat. It was, it was a lot. Awesome. Um, but I was the younger daughter. And so the family was running out of the house, excited <laughs> to go get the horses and to go into town. And so I run up to the side, like ready, like wait for me. And I go to step down. I miss the stair face plant in front of 500 people. Yes. <laughs> and you just hear everybody kind of go, <gasps> and I, I just busted it. Oh, and I was no. like, okay, Sandra Bullock, you got this, you got this. And I just went up and I <laughs> went, okay, and ran off of it and said, I was like, oh, God.
1: Tyler farted. Uh,
2: and so the best part was classily right after that, I had to prance a fake horse out onto stage.
1: That's impressive.
2: Yeah. And I got to do like the whole little... Knee hop, Wizard of Oz thing. Oh, yeah, that's it was awesome. it was great, pretending like that never happened.
1: That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. I watched Tyler Farr bite it on stage once. He was trying to jump from uh, the stage to speakers out front and whiff it.
2: Oh god. Like you gotta you gotta practice that. You oh, gotta yeah. rehearse that. You know, oh, yeah. you can't just like free fall. No, he busted. Fall.
1: It was great. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: I need to look that up. I haven't seen that. Oh,
1: it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's great.
2: I like the um, Destiny's Child. Michelle yeah. apparently was always the one busting it, and I never really realized it until you. Look, there's like a blooper reel, yeah. Every, and Beyonce does not give it. She's no, just like she's
1: going. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you're not. She's going like mess get up your her life
2: together. Stand up.
1: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're not going to screw up her performance.
2: Uh-uh.
1: No. Uh huh. No. No, I've had a couple of those. Uh, my biggest ones are always. I, I tend to forget words all the time. Like I'll be singing and then I'll be looking around and being like, "Man, this is so cool. There's so many people." And then yeah. all of a sudden, I'm like, "Oh." what's the next word to the song? And that's when Peavy and I were playing together a lot. And I'd look over at Peavy and my eyes would be real big. I'd be like, what's the next word? And he'd just shake his head <laughs> at me. And I'm like, You're on your oh, own. man. So then He's beyonce
2: yeah, you. Yeah, he is. He's like, figure it
1: out. He'd just usually take it solo or something. And then it'd finally click. And I'd be like, ah, yeah, I got it yeah but uh yeah that's great you just
2: gotta like with that kind of stuff you just gotta fake it you oh, just yeah. gotta own it you're just like i didn't want to come in yet i'm yep. vibing i'm feeling vibing. myself like
1: the fall is good though knock on wood i haven't i haven't got to do that yet but i'm sure it's coming so
2: it's a it's a glorious moment and I, there's it not just one there's yeah. always multiple
1: it's gonna happen so and here's a, okay so i got another cool question for you so we have funniest moments but um and th- and this is kind of like touching back what I was talking about earlier, like the desert island type of thing. But instead of that, I was I like to find out like if you could write with anybody, um, living, past, present, who would it be?
2: I honestly I think Michael Jackson.
1: Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool.
2: Just because just the the evolution of his music and yeah and beats and vibes of everything and just. Yeah It would probably be My ultimate Yeah that's Surprising huh
1: That is surprising yeah. I, didn't, I, I didn't I didn't think You were gonna say MJ Yeah That's awesome though Yeah Heck yeah So I have another question For you And I love this one too Because I know mine But is there a song That you've heard On the radio And it could be recently Or Ten years ago That when you first heard it You were like Why didn't I write that Like it's just one of those songs Where you're like Duh Like For me, like when "Buy Me a Boat" came out, (laughs) yeah, I was so mad that I'd never thought of that, and I probably couldn't have wrote it as good as what Chris did, but um, that was my like one of my songs where like when I first heard that, because all I talk about is I sing country music because I want to buy a bass boat one day, yeah, you know. So that that's kind of my deal. But you got one?
2: You know, I don't really have one that I'm like.
1: Should have wrote
2: that. Damn I knew I would have wrote that yeah. yeah I just have ones that Of course that you wish you wrote yeah. You know yeah. I mean pretty much The ultimate the holy grail for me Is stuff like the Eagles where oh, it's yeah. a song That 50 years later
1: there's still a, People
2: are still It's singing. still prevalent people still yeah. want to Request it at bars it's on the radio Two or three times a day like that's My like yeah That's. Now, my, and
1: speaking of writing songs now you've had a, You've had some songs cut By some pretty big names, too.
2: I've been lucky with that. Yes,
1: yes. you have. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those? (laughs)
2: Um, So I've been fortunate enough to have some cuts by Trace Adkins and Jimmy Fortune of the Statler Brothers. Nice. Um, Just great guys, and I was lucky I wrote one song with Jimmy, so that was the cut that we had. Oh, that's um, awesome. When I Forget You,
1: I didn't know you got to write that with him. That's great.
2: Yeah, he is so talented. That man, it's he's one of those that's hard to write with because he can sing the freaking phone book and you're like, Yes, right. I love it.
1: <laughs> exactly, it's amazing. Exactly. Um, how'd you get grumpy to cut a song? That's what I wanted. Sorry, Trace. You know, I'm joking
2: so <laughs> I don't know if he'll remember this or not uh the first one we kind of knew what was missing right, right. Um, for the album so that one I was just lucky to be a part of mm. the second one I kind of love the story so my grandmother had just passed away and I remember driving home and just being like all we have is right now like this is the only moment we have and we are on this planet for this much time and we need to do as much as we can with it.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, And so I kind of just played with those thoughts in my head a little bit, and I had to write with Kenny Beard and uh, Matt Nolan, another great, badass songwriter, um, just vocalist, everything, pianist. Uh, And we were in a good writing groove at that time. And so I had kind of told him the concept, and Matt started like noodling this kind of alternative, yeah. rockish vibe. And we just went with it. We weren't trying to write it for anyone, yeah. we were just trying to write a song that I connected with. Um, and so we ended up getting it done, and it was a guy song. Well, we were at Westwood Studio with Mickey Jones, and Trace and Exile were shooting um kiss you all over they, yeah, yeah. they were doing yeah they were doing that and Therese was like You been writing anything worth anything lately? <laughs> of course. He's so flattering. Oh yeah. Uh, and I was like, Yeah, but nothing you could really pull off.
1: Oh uh, that's great. Yeah. That's and he goes,
2: it. What the hell do you mean? And I was like, it's more like, I don't know, like rocket. It. It's got like an alternative rock yeah. vibe to it.
1: Probably wouldn't be interesting. Yeah,
2: I was like, you it's not really for you. That's and he was funny. like, "Well, now I want to hear it." And it just ended up like we lucked up, and there was space on the album for it, and that's awesome. it was really cool.
1: Well, that's so cool. That's a great story. Uh, we're gonna head back to the stage, y'all. I gotta put Allie back to work. I want y'all to hear her this this voice, amazing big voice that comes out of this tiny little girl. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, uh, what's our next song? Is this um, uh,
2: this is called "Lost in the Dark"?
1: Lost in the dark. Yeah. Love it. Now, this is the—is this the brand new one?
2: This is brand new. Brand like literally, did not exist as of like two weeks ago. Awesome. So, so and this is like the first, one that's got the first more to hear it. Yeah,
1: this is kind of like the rock vibe to it. Is.
2: This has is definitely got the pop dance vibe. This is this is one of those times where I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone into my comfort zone. If that makes sense. That's
1: awesome. Yeah, so I get it. All right, y'all, we're headed to the stage. I'm gonna make Alice sing for you. Stand by.
4: Hesitation baby free to risk eternal bliss it's getting hard to breathe so give me what I need I know
1: First of all, "Lost in the Dark," awesome, love it.
2: Thank you. Love did that. it make you want to twerk a little bit? It did. Okay, I've good. been working
1: that's on it too in the mirror a little bit. But nice.
2: Just arch your back.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm not good <laughs> at it. I try. But now I've made Alley work, y'all. I'm gonna go up and play some songs too. And since you're here, I'm gonna have. Can I borrow your vocals on some of my songs too? Would you mind joining me?
2: I might let you borrow me.
1: All right, that's perfect. Well, let's go jam. I'm gonna go up and play a few songs. Thank y'all for hanging out with us this evening. I'll see you at the stage. We're going to kick off this second half with a song that I had the privilege of recording by Hall of Fame songwriter Kim Williams. This song is called I Love Her, She Hates Me, and I Drink.
0: At the bar with my buddies discussing the state of the world, and everyone had an opinion that somebody turned a nasty is the stock market gonna recover or will it wind up in? He looked down at his glass of bourbon He said, I love she hates me, and I heard. Wall Street don't run out by my house I don't put much stock in their gun Just three things in this world concern me I love her, she hates me and I drive Well, he went back to mind and his memories.
1: back up on this song yeah I'm gonna bring the lovely and talented Miss Allie Cutter back up on stage to help me out with this song this song is called I Can't Get Enough it was off my first EP
0: Fires lit up. We got everything you need. After us here with ice cold beer and Willie's new brand of weed we well, the band setting up on a flatbed truck and tonight they're playing the field. Yeah, the farmer's gal, she never gets fly. old Jack and I bet you we can't get enough. She's a-walkin' all water It's not but a motor-
1: ma'am
2: you're very welcome sir
1: thanks again y'all for joining us for this week's episode of beer 30 thanks again to my special guest ali cutter for being on the show
2: thank you for having me
1: absolutely and just like the end of every episode of beer 30 here's your theme song for beer 30 which just so happens to be titled Beer beer 30 thanks again boys
0: They said happy hour was five hours away Hit the quick sack out back and I was okay Cause it was 24, 30s And every day It's never too late It's never too early It's always happy Face with biscuits and gravy Mother-in-law Driving me crazy Starting to make me Nervous and shaky The he's in the truck bed Ready to save me It's never too late It's never too early It's always half past Time to be thirsty They're 30 shifter it's never work with a spirit lifter pop a silver type and get your taste buds pickled or wait for the whistle to wet your whistle it's never too late it's never too early it's always happening too early. It's always half past. Time to be thirsty. Beer 30.
1: Beer 30. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Beer Thirty. We'll see you next Monday at six thirty because every Monday at six thirty is Beer Thirty. Thank you.